0: Hi, and welcome to the Cycles of Life podcast. My name is Jana Puisha, and I'm a certified life coach, trainer, and human resource professional, and very much a self development enthusiast. This podcast is about our ever changing life because it's never just a simple straight line, it doesn't always have predictable patterns and turns. Everything around us is a collection of repeating and evolving cycles, so this podcast attempts to explore the nuance of life. I will be sharing thoughts and stories based on my self-exploration and work as a life coach, but also interviews with inspiring people. Hi Carol, so, so happy to have you on my podcast. How are you today?
1: Hi Anna, I'm super happy today to be here Uh, it's a pleasure to be in your podcast, uh, and an honor. (laughs) Thanks for having (laughs) me.
0: No, thank you. Uh, Would you be able to introduce yourself in a few sentences? Who you are and what do you do right now?
1: Um, my name is Carol. Um, I call myself these days sort of like an architect of life where I'm trying to help other people and myself to structure their lives and raise their consciousness into something much more honorable to their desires and wishes.
0: Oh, I love that. What a beautiful poetic way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am writing a poetry book right now as well. So <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah I, I think in poetry.
0: No, we can tell. We can tell. Oh, so thank what, I'm, you. what I'm always really interested in is learning how do people end up where they are so I wonder if you wouldn't mind sharing a little bit about your journey kind of what led you to becoming yourself <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah um yeah well I was always at an early stage a very creative child um you know always painting always drawing always trying different things different creative things but I think some way around the process I started to listen to much about what other th- People think about me and putting my value on other people's opinion and external things. And that actually led me to a spiraling down. Mm. Uh, And I ended up living a life in a very unconscious way, going from jobs, different kinds of jobs, you know, like um, office admin, graphic design, but things that were not so fulfilling to me, like they were just, it was just a way of living unconsciously. Like it's almost like two parallel lives. Like I was one Carol, and now I'm this new person. Like almost like an ego death experience mm-hmm. that has happened mm-hmm. to me. And um, yeah, so I'm still wobbling through my first steps mm-hmm. in this new life. But uh, yeah, I used to work. I worked in different industries. I work with catering industry. I work with visual effects industry. I work with all these different industry industries. And I think in a way it's because i was so lost i was trying to like put my value in other people's expectations my family friends society what people tell us the media and mm-hmm. i lost myself and i ended up going into these different um careers you know different things that didn't truly really speak to me until and i covid hit <laughs> lockdowns everything so that's when i was Forced to sit with myself and really look at the stuff that I kept brushing it off under the rug, under the carpet, because all these things they happen over the years, but I was completely unaware. So, so it was just this process of, ah, it's okay, I'm too busy, I'm not going to focus on that, and and living life almost like without too much care in this regard. And then COVID hit, and then I was really. I really had to sit with myself in my apartment and look into these things and, you know, (laughs) going through the emotions and what my true self was trying to tell me all these years. And I was just pretending not to listen. Mm.
0: I could not relate more. (laughs) I think (laughs) a very similar thing happened to me as well. When the COVID hit, that's the first time I actually went to therapy, (laughs)
1: Just because yeah,
0: same as you, I just could not, I faced all my demons like, oh, I need, I need help. I can't do this by
1: myself anymore. <laughs> I know. It's, uh, it's, it, it's just, it was a process. And then I became really uh, in love with the whole practice of meditation because it's really, and I understood why people actually run away, away from it or feel uncomfortable because really meditation is sitting with your demons. Is when you sit alone with your shadows, and I think that's why people feel very uncomfortable with the practice itself of meditation, um, because it pushes you to that stage where you cannot hide. You have to unleash those things, and it's very painful and traumatic. You go through these steps of healing, awakening, and then you start understanding a lot about yourself. About oh, that's why I reacted that way, and then you go like almost like a detective. You know, like trying to see where did that came from, you know, and then you realize, oh, crap, that happened when I was like five years old. (laughs) It's not, Mm -hmm. you know, it's it was that situation. I didn't deal with that situation with my mom or my dad or whatever, like, you know, and then and then you start seeing these things almost like a sign, like your demons are actually signs trying to awake you, trying to shake you. Hey, 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 come on. (laughs) This is not good for you but it's uncomfortable the process
0: yeah it's uncomfortable and also it's scary I think that's why lots of us we were are so busy <laughs> we occupy ourselves with so many different things we distract yeah. ourselves just because it's so scary to step into that
1: yeah it's really scary to me I was I, I was going through a process of um I lost my grandma Um, I, I had a process, uh, of, I had a relationship, a long-term relationship and we part ways me and this person, like this was almost 10 years together. Um, so those things, I brushed it off when they happened They happened one Mm -hmm. year prior to COVID all in sequence. It was crazy, but I was like, I'm too busy with work. I'm just going to continue to work. I don't Mm -hmm. care. But then in 2020, when all these things happened, I had to go back to those things and actually go through the grieving process and the healing process of these emotions. Um, yeah, it's, but I think that's, that's one, that's also one of the reasons why I fell in love with this topic about mindfulness and raising your consciousness, because it was the stepway that led me to where I am today. You know, Mm -hmm. obviously I'm not super healed and perfect and, you know, (laughs) like the invincible woman, but, um, but I understand a lot more about myself. I have a lot more self-awareness. I know now what kind of connections I want to create in my life, what kind of people I want to create. I know, for example, that I don't want to work for people. I want to work with people. It's a completely different thing. So Mm -hmm. I, I, I respect more. I create more boundaries for myself, you know, um, I think, and that became, that came through the darkness period. Like it's, it's, I, I was talking to someone the other day, and it's exactly that. Um, your darkness, your shadows are going to lead you to your rising.
0: Oh, I love that. <laughs> so beautifully put. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely. Like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Couldn't agree more. Um, yeah. I think it's past like so many different things that you've touched on, and I absolutely loved. Um, but you've mentioned a few times you talk about creating your consciousness. I was just wondering if you could dial in into that just a bit more because it is almost a bit of a buzzword. I just wonder what does that mean to you? I know it's a very hard question, by the way.
1: <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I'm I'm going through the den and trying to answer uh my at my best capabilities. Um I think raising consciousness starts almost like this process of being a detective of yourself, investigating your your own reactions in situations. So let's say you're in the grocery store and then a lady talks to you in a certain way and then make you feel really emotional. Then you go to your parking lot, to your car and you start crying or a situation that normally someone would not react that way, but you did. I would say that's a good starting point for you to go and start investigating. Wait, why did that happen? Not that there's anything wrong with you. It's just that that reaction might be something inside of you hidden, trying to tell you, hey, 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 come take a look at this. Come pay attention at this. It's almost like a puzzle game, a clue or something, you know? And and that's why I joke with the, the whole detective thing. Then you start realizing... Maybe not at that moment because the emotions are all boiled up. But later on, if you could revisit that and start seeing why did I felt that way? What is it that that woman said? What is it that she did that bothered me so much? Like if you start rationalizing a little bit that, then you start going through this process, and then you start seeing patterns. You know, maybe what that woman did it's similar to what your boss did to you. You know, and then you start seeing oh, or maybe your boyfriend speaks to you in a certain way that also bothers you and if it does why didn't you speak up maybe your fear is about standing up for yourself and then you start you know pulling the thread of all these different things you know um you start seeing maybe it's i should stand up more for myself and speak up or maybe there's something about her speaking her truth that inspired you and you're like, hmm, I wish I could be like that, you know, she was bothered with me and she said something and I am shy. I, I, I'm like the the syndrome of the good girl. I don't want to bother. I don't want to, you know, like maybe I should also say, hey, this is not okay, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. so there's all these different layers and this is, this is a long process. This is not something like that will happen to you in a parking lot and then three, <laughs> day, three days later you're going to be like, Woo! <laughs> Got it. Um, this is this is a long process. This is like different shadows. Uh, some are related to shaming. Maybe you suffer shaming. Oh, you're not good enough for this. Oh, how, how dare you questioning me? Like questioning authority, especially as as women, we face that I think more than men, even in a patriarchal society um so yeah like there's all different shadows like there's fears there's there's lies that you've been told as a child maybe you're like oh this is not nice for you to ask right now that's not the right question that's not you know so there's all these different things and then you start pulling the thread and it's not so much to be angry at your parents or anything it's more like I got it I got it now so then when it happened again you might not even know how to read react to that, but you're aware of that. And the awareness makes you better to deal with that if a situation happened in the future. You know? Yeah. So okay. I don't know if I answer completely, but um to me it was that's the process.
0: Mm, yeah. Do you know what, what sounds to me like that you spoke a lot about it's actually taking responsibility of your life. And instead yeah. of I love what you said at the end as well that not just blaming your parents or your surroundings but actually saying you know what this is me this is who I am I'm created the way I am because of different reasons but actually is my responsibility to change things and do something about it now
1: yeah 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 totally like um I feel like yeah you just you start you start the moment you start recognizing yourself, who you are, your patterns of behavior and reaction towards people and situations, and it could be anything. It could be an email someone tell tell you that upsets you, you know, send you and then upsets you. It could be anything, but then you start comparing these things to other aspects of your life, and you see that they're not that different. You know, a lot of people sometimes they have these awful romantic relationships with narcissists. But then they later, if they go through this process of awakening, they realize, well, that's because I'm overgiving. and why mm-hmm. am I doing that? There's an imbalance there. you know And then you realize that you overgive not only in a relationship, but you overgive maybe in your job as well. You have an authoritative boss and you don't speak up. you know Or you have a toxic friendship. I know that friend that always pulls you out when she's or he's in need, but then when it's your turn, they don't have time for you so mm-hmm. it's almost like well your time is not important as my time you know like so all these different things these are these are very like like different layers and i think in psychology you you're able to define more the archetypes of all these different personalities but i think um, in a general sense when you when you when you look into your patterns you start understanding a lot about yourself a lot and when you understand a lot about yourself you empower yourself to act Mm because now you're in this assurance and that's what raising consciousness is to me it's like knowing who you are to justify your actions and then you're like well i can only be me this is me and then you're going to be attracting a lot of people will go away a lot of people spoiler alert (laughs) will go away but you will start attracting the right ones in your life. And that's powerful.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Actually, something that you've touched on earlier as well um, in regards to boundaries and how important they are. I wonder if that's something we could chat about a bit more as well, because it's something that I'm still learning and implementing in my life. So what does that mean to you? What What do
1: boundaries mean to you? The what? Sorry. I uh, boundaries. Know. So boundaries in oh. life. Oh, the boundaries. Mm. Um, it's <sighs> establishing healthy boundaries. It's really like um, in a segue with knowing who you are. It's like knowing your limits. You know, like this is something I will not do. I will not tolerate. This is not in alignment with who I am. This is not in alignment with my values. And sometimes it's difficult. I have people that come to me and say, well, but I can't, it's my mom. How do I do that? Mm-hmm. Well, you can speak up. And if it's too difficult, you can start visiting less, you know, like, you know, yeah, or change the subject. You know, like if you're going to talk about this, you know how I feel. I respect your opinion. We don't have to argue. I, you respect mine. And then we change subjects. I think um, a lot of it is about really standing up for yourself, really believing in your truth and setting up those healthy boundaries at an early stage and asking questions, too. Mm -hmm. When you're meeting someone new, gosh, please ask questions in relationships. Like one of the things I tell people is um, ask why that guy broke up with that girl. What made the relationship? Because that is your clue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because we tend to have this fantasy, oh, with me, it's going to be different. (laughs) maybe not, yeah. you know, like I, I, I would say ask questions, you know, like ask a lot of questions, see if that person is, is in alignment with what you believe, you know? Um, yeah, I think, I think that's, that's how you start and, and, and learn to speak up, learn to speak mm-hmm. up for yourself, you know, protect yourself. Um, yeah. And surround with a community that, um, that is able to respect and accept you for who you are as well. I think the power of community is also really important because it can be really, really challenging if you're going through this alone and uh, and you feel like, oh, it's me against the world. It's yeah. not really. It's like you have a support. It might be not maybe it's not your family, but it could be a different family. It could be your soul's mm-hmm. family, it could be your sisterhood family or, you know, whoever speaks to you. I think.
0: Yeah. I very much agree. I think It's kind of a few things that you've mentioned that I loved. I think obviously surrounding yourself with people is so important because often we feel like we have to battle alone. But actually there's people around us. And the reason why I'm doing this podcast, the reason why it's so nice to talk to so many different women is because we all go through very similar things. Yes, they might look slightly different, but actually, we all go through very, very similar cycles. And I think it's fascinating to see it and learn yeah. and actually realize we're not alone. We all go through very similar patterns.
1: Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, we're all transforming. We're just different butterflies in different colors. Mm, yeah.
0: <laughs> I can tell you're a poet. It's so beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... um. Yeah, it was, we all go through different processes. Some of us, we have more like fears. Others are more like battling maybe an eating disorder or whatever. But at the end of the day, the transformation itself, the symptoms are very much the same.
0: Yeah. It's
1: about us figuring out who we are, our mission, our purpose, our value on earth. We're always mm-hmm. struggling to, to get to this awakening stage. And, uh, and part of it is learning how to set up your boundaries, you know, because I tell people all the time, energy and time is also abundance. We we think of money as abundance only, but energy and time and the people you surround with are also abundance. The wrong people, the wrong connections will cost you Mm -hmm. energy, will cost you your life, will cost you time. And those things are precious too. So that's why I pointed out a lot about surrounding yourself with your family, like the the right community that embraces you because that will help you, especially in those days when you're feeling a little bit like, oh, yeah, like, you know, because we're not Wonder Woman (laughs) every day. (laughs) There are those days that we're not feeling so great. And I think the power of the community is there to lift us up when we get to those days.
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think what also comes through Kind of this conversation as well, it's that feeling of knowing that you're enough just the way you are. Absolutely, absolutely. That's, that's what I'm getting through what you're saying here is just the power that you get when you realize actually you're enough just the way you are already. You don't need to be achieving all these things to prove.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like I think, I I think our society we have this tendency to compare ourselves a lot with uh, with other women with what they're doing. Oh, but this person has so many likes and subscribers and this and that. And but that's that person's journey. Your journey is your journey, and it's just as unique and beautiful. You know, like you have your value, you have your voice, you have you have the things that you want to say, and a lot of these things. Even if they are going to impact one or two people, it's still one or two lives that you impact. Mm-hmm. It's pretty powerful too, maybe mm-hmm. even more powerful than ten millions of people because those connections we all know that might be you know wishy washy i I heard the other day um a guy he was saying something really cool about um this person situation where he was going through through the through this, um, I think it was a conference thing and they were doing all these things for him. They were preparing the coffee and they were doing everything for him. Like, you know, everything, the, the hotel, everything was done. And then he switched jobs. And then in the job, it was the same venue. It was the same thing, but they were not doing anything for him. He had to pick up the, the coffee, figure out the hotel destination, the voucher, the taxi and everything. And then he realized that All those things were not actually for him. It was actually for his title.
0: Mm, Yes.
1: And that's a lesson of humility as well, which goes with our value, I think, because sometimes when we think too much of ourselves, we get into that also situation. I think it's all about balance. Like when you go too much thinking of yourself, you go to that situation and then you forget that those things are not actually for you. Therefore, mm-hmm. the status that you hold. So I see a lot of these things like 10,000 followers. Like a lot of that is illusion. <laughs> it's yes. not actually you. It's the status that you hold. Maybe you are the marketing president of a very fancy company. So it's not really you. It's that title. that. That's why you have all those followers. That Maybe you're an actor who shows on Netflix on a show. That's why you have that many followers. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... There, it's it's the opposite. It's not to say that you don't have value, but it's also to ground yourself. Like it's it's like know your value, but also know someone else's value. It's I don't know. It's that duality thing to me. It's very interesting too. So to keep mm-hmm. things in perspective.
0: Absolutely. I think what you said as well. It's just it it can be so dangerous if you attach your self worth to those kind of fake, if you like, numbers or stat- statuses because they can disappear very quickly and then what you're left with.
1: Exactly, exactly. And that's why I love it that you said that because it's exactly what I was trying to say. It's the most important thing, like you you have your worth, you have your value, but um, there's also that dangerous side when you attach your value to these things. That's why the exercise of knowing who you are, that self-consciousness is very important in the Mm -hmm. journey. To know who you are, to speak your truth, but to not, and, and to not attach yourself to these external things, because at the end of the day, they're just things, they're just there for status, for show.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It can be taken away very easily,
1: very quickly. Oh, a flip yeah. of a second, like how many Instagrammers and influencers, they say something that maybe they didn't mean to, or they weren't in the right mindset, and then yeah. they lose tons and thousands of followers. Let's absolutely.
0: See agree so is it any tools that you use to help you to kind of stay grounded but also return back to yourself
1: um i use a lot of like i i I like to read a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) me too (laughs) i like to read a lot like so um there's this wonderful book i read about the psychology of the chakras so I used a lot of that as part of grounding exercises. So a lot of yoga exercises, restorative yoga, but also uh, nothing fancy, nothing like headstands or anything like that. It's <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm more the yin yoga person. Um, but yeah, like there's a lot of grounding exercises where, where you uh, get up and you just do like basic things where you stand in the mountain pose where you're pretty much standing. Um, Sometimes for balance, I put like, you know, those stress balls, I use those Mm -hmm. on the floor, and I try to try to lean one of my foot on top of each one of them at different times to kind of like work my balance. Um, A lot of grounding exercises, I like to go to nature for quick walks. Mm, Yes. Um, You know, like, and It could be something really simple, like me on a sidewalk, seeing some trees and touching leaves (laughs) or smelling some flowers, you know, like it it doesn't even have to be a fancy park or anything like that. Um, And I just, I I recently started making my own candles uh, during lockdown when people were like baking and doing all these crazy (laughs) things. I I started making candles (laughs) and I have actually a little Etsy shop. So I just, I, I. Yeah. So I, I, I make my candles and then I lit them up at the end of the day. I love the low light. It prepares you for a nice evening, you know, lets your body know that soon it'll be time to rest. And I use those candles for meditation. Like I just put music in the background and I just light up some candles and I start, you know, just being quiet in that vibe. What other exercises I do? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Those are, those are mostly it. Like I just, light up my candles I just um, I do some yoga exercises restorative yoga breathing exercises breathing is very important you know Mm -hmm. like trying to like take a few breaths through the day Um, and books like books reading books getting to know more from other women like yourself um, having different perspectives it's also very very much important yeah
0: absolutely I mean I I read a lot as well so (laughs) that's how I understand the world around really
1: yeah I ground myself music I love music as well like just um yeah nature um yeah (laughs) all the simple things really I don't think I I don't think we need much I think um, I mean they're
0: simple for a reason are they yeah because they're effective and everyone
1: can do it yeah it's yeah like uh, it's it's so simple like even like going out for a walk and playing with a dog like (laughs) know, like it's just it's already you know Mm -hmm. we we could learn a lot from animals too like just how simple they live their lives you know
0: yeah agree and well animals and nature as well just how they follow the cycles they just they stay humble (laughs) they do what they do
1: Yeah, and you can learn a lot. I think a lot of our generations, in these new generations, um, they have a hard time with patience. You know, this idea of being patient and waiting for the right guy and waiting Mm -hmm. for the right thing, the right opportunity. It's it's very much instant. You know, like you gotta go, you gotta get it now. Now, time is money. But if you observe nature, everything has a time to blossom. Like you look at a flower, you have the period where you're putting the seed. And you're planting, and it takes time, and you're growing, and you're learning, and the bud is closed, and then the rain comes, and then it opens. Even our seasons, we have summer, then later on, fall, winter, Mm -hmm. everything has. So I think we could learn a lot about being patient with nature itself.
0: Yeah. And actually, that moment of darkness, well, winter for us, is so important, is it? Because that's when we gather strength, that's when we rest.
1: Yeah. And I find, yeah. And that's, and that's also why I think um, the whole nine to five job is so jarring and taxing to people because you're supposed to be producing even on winter times, as if you were producing in summer (laughs) and like, Mm -hmm. there's no separation. And, And I feel like this 3D patriarchal mentality of like, money, time, all this structure, it's so dense, it's so heavy. It actually made me segue from architect, from being an architect to an architect of life, (laughs) you know, like, yeah, because I feel like, you know, it's winter, you're supposed to be resting, you're supposed to be, you know, taking your time for the other for the next seasons so obviously you're not going to be producing the same way there's a lot of people especially up in the northern countries with uh with the sun less sun so a lot of depression and you can't expect people to work and live in the same way Mm -hmm. as someone who's experiencing summer in the south you know yeah so i don't know
0: no but i think that's why it's important to have these conversations because loads of people don't even think about it They kind of go through the emotion and just accept that they get depressed in winter and they feel better in summer. But actually, the more we have these conversations, the more people realize that actually maybe this is not the only way. Maybe there are different ways of doing this and different ways of living the life.
1: Yes, and the whole different ways of living the life, it's actually a segue to raising your consciousness. Because Mm. when you're doing that, you're not living in a conscious mind state. You're just almost like a robot, waking up 9 to 5, clocking in, checking out, doing this, doing that. and And then you take a vacation from your life once a year for two weeks, and then you go to an island. I mean, come on, your life, you're a human being. You're not a human doing you're a human being, you're supposed to be living your life, you know, and not taking vacation from your life. Yeah. And that's what we do. Oh, it's Friday, thank God, now we can, you know, rest the weekend, you know, oh, it's Monday. Oh, it's oh, finally, I can go to vacation, like I work a year so I can take my time off and go two weeks to a beautiful island. I mean, that's no, I mean, personally, I don't find that's a way of living.
0: No, I I agree. I'm nodding, nodding a lot. <laughs> there, there, it just feels like there must be something else. There ha- it has to be better. <laughs> this cannot be it.
1: Yeah, and and part of it is also the mindfulness. That's why I put both topics together because it's about living the moment with the good and the bad, transitioning from these energies, you know. Uh, but if your moments are live in a way that you're not even aware that you're unconscious, then your life is just passing through you really it's just passing through you and I love how people ask something like oh if you realize that you only have one week to leave what would you do and then oh I'm gonna go to vacation I'm gonna do (laughs) it like why aren't you doing that anyways Mm -hmm. (laughs) irrespective of what I'm of the ultimatum I'm giving you because in reality we don't know like our our time is limitless you know like we 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 are, we will expire one day. So, <laughs> so, we should be living our lives to the best, I think. You know, like we should be living the moment and enjoying ourselves, enjoying our loved ones, enjoying, if anything, COVID has stopped me is the value of the connections. You know, it's the value of the moment of fully living and experiencing the moment.
0: Yeah. And how beautiful those moments can be, even though, I mean, we're locked inside the whole time still, life still goes, you still, you're still surrounded by beautiful things and beautiful moments, and actually appreciating them and slowing down to notice them. I think that's yeah. what taught yeah.
1: me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, one of the things, I mean, the good side, you know, I quote that, the good side of, of COVID is like this sense of community that I think it's expanding, you know, I really like that, I think, I, I don't know if it was in Italy that I saw people on their balconies singing musics yeah you know like and that was so beautiful to watch you know like that connection you know like you don't know your neighbor but you know there's like this beautiful connection through music and um yeah it's just it's really powerful it's something that I really I really Mm -hmm. like it's the flip side of all this tragedy
0: No, absolutely. And actually talking about beautiful moments. So you've mentioned that you're writing a book right now. I wonder if you could talk a little bit more about it.
1: Yeah. So the book is, um, so the title of the book is going to be Growing Flowers from Within, which I think it's, (laughs) (laughs) it's, uh, so it's a collection of poems that I wrote during the lockdowns, the Heavy stages, early stages of lockdown. And for me, I've always been the kind of girl that rationalized too much her emotions. <laughs> so, you know, I try to analyze too much as opposed to just let the emotions, feeling and that, you know, flow. So now I'm, I'm getting more into accepting my emotions and dealing with better. Um, so the book is about this process of raising consciousness and, and I go through the emotions. In a poetic way, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, through my downfall, the periods where I went through my losses, through my awakening, and my rising, my transformation. So I go through my own dark night of the soul. So it's uh, this experience, I call it dark night of the soul, when you go to this process of changing, of an ego death experience, um, and and you become this new person, and you start seeing things in a different way that um, completely different that you used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, the book is it's it's this idea that I plant this little seed and I'm growing my own flowers from within. And I'm inviting the readers to grow their own flowers from within. They go through their own awakening process. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So when is the book coming out? Do you have a date or approximate time?
1: Um. We're hoping to aim for the end of this year. Uh, I'm still in production with the publisher, um, but uh, hopefully, I can get back to you guys and, make, <laughs> and let you know a more specific date on mm-hmm. that one. But uh, but I'm excited for that. It's uh it's been it's been a calling, and it's actually part of the whole confidence thing that I talk about as well. Um, I I've been trying to challenge myself to do things that are. Hard and difficult and scary and new to me, like being here on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> like writing my book for the first time. So I think those things, as you go through them, you build this confidence and and assurance that um, you have your value, that you have mm-hmm. your voice too, you, that you are enough. And uh, I think that's or also answering one of the questions that you had to me for me. Um, but yeah.
0: I agree. I think it's so important to push your comfort zone. It doesn't have to be like dramatic, big steps, but just gently, small step at a time. But then a year later, it will be so much bigger and you will notice yourself
1: expanding. Absolutely. Yeah. Like just if you could do one thing scary, one tiny (laughs) thing, (laughs) that's already like, that's already amazing. Uh, And that builds your confidence your solar plexus, uh, yeah, like it's, yeah, <laughs> it's, it goes off the charts. It's good. <laughs> it's no,
0: exactly. Good. Yeah, exactly. So if people would like to follow you, what, what is the best platform would um, you prefer?
1: Yeah, so I use a lot, uh, I, I share a lot of little words of wisdoms and my poems, I, I write a few short poems as well, sometimes that I publish on my Instagram, Perfect. so they can contact me, they can direct message me on Instagram it's uh at soft underscore breezes I will link it as well yeah yeah so um and it's actually an an invitation for them to tap into their own yummy soft breezes energy (laughs) (laughs) you know like it's kind of like that energy when you're in the summer and then that wind comes and tap you and then you just feel like amazing yeah so uh, yeah that that feeling that energy that's the energy that i want to share and bring to people oh
0: it's beautiful (laughs) thank you so much Uh, any other any other projects that you're excited about anything else that you're working on
1: yes i have my little candy candle shop Uh, If people want to check that out on Etsy, uh, it's the same name, Soft Breezes. It's the name of the shop. The link is all on Instagram as well. Uh, I am also in the process of releasing my first podcast. So, um, yeah. And uh, the first topic that I'll be going to talk about is actually about fear. So um, I think that's going to be something really interesting because it's almost like me walking the talk. And I think it's... um, It's something that might help other people as well when they're dealing with their own fears. And you know, it's part it's one of the shadows that we deal with. Mm -hmm. So um
0: when are you planning to launch it?
1: Uh it's probably still gonna be this month. Uh I'll be launching it. Uh I'm in the initial stages of recording the episode. Um, but it'll be coming soon as well. Like this one, this one much sooner than the book. (laughs) (laughs) The book is still a little in the process of production, but uh but uh I'm I'm excited for it and I hope people get some bits of wisdom here and there.
0: (laughs) No, absolutely. Well, we are recording this in June, but this episode will be live in July. So hopefully your podcast will be out by then, and I can just link it below as well.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I think so. By July, it's probably live. Okay. And people, so yeah, and for uh, everyone,
0: it is. It is in the show notes. Yeah, it'll people be. Go in and the check show it notes.
1: out. Yeah, uh, I'll send you the links. Uh, yes,
0: please. Yeah, be amazing. Yeah. Um, awesome. So my favorite parting question is: if you could give an advice to a younger self, what would that be?
1: My younger self. Um. Ooh, that's. <laughs> um, I think an advice I would give, it's, it's about the journey and not so much the destination. Um, I have a tendency to think too much about what's next, what's next, what's next, you know, focus too much on that. And I forget to enjoy the journey. I forget to Mm -hmm. enjoy the process. I forget to enjoy the learnings and the connections and the experiences. So that would be an advice I would give. And, And to segue to that, I would say, honor your life's calling, honor your mission, honor your purpose, honor your high priestess, honor your, you know, your that little voice that tells you, just do it. You can. And don't think too much about the other one that says, you know, who you think you are. You can't do this. It's not for you. You're never going to happen. Just tone that down and just focus on your, on your higher call and your higher intuition and honor your mission. You, you deserve that. That's, that's what I would say. And enjoy the ride. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what an incredible place to finish. Thank you so, so much, Carol, for your time, for being here, for chatting to me, sharing your wisdom. Thank you. Uh,
1: Thank you so much, Hannah. It's been great. It's been a very interesting conversation. Uh, I learned a lot as well from you. I hope to be able to connect another time soon. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me today.
0: Thank you so much for listening. It would mean a world to me if you rate this podcast. If you're using an Apple podcast app, all you need to do is just scroll down a bit and hit those five stars. Don't forget to subscribe. That way you will not miss any future episodes. And if you would like to work with me as a life coach, you can find all information on my website and you can get in touch with me through my Instagram or email. All will be linked in the show notes.